Welcome, you are listening to the Beach Boss Influencers Show with Adrian, Brandy, Carrie, Fran and Kat. You guessed it, they are the Beach Boss Influencers. And they're here to help entrepreneurs and small businesses like you expand your network and grow your influence by keeping you up to date on the most current social media strategies to help you build a solid foundation for a long-lasting business. Hey there, and welcome to today's episode. And inside this training, I'm going to be diving into how to deal with an unsupportive spouse or an unsupportive partner. It can be really hard to find the motivation to want to grow this when you don't have the support of the person that you love most. And so inside this training, I'm going to be giving four tips, some insights on how you can gain your partner, your spouse's support when it comes to growing this business that you're so excited about. So if we're meeting for the first time, my name's Carrie Hyam. I am one of the Beach Boss Influencers. We call ourselves the Beaches. And here at Beach Boss Influencers, we help network marketers like you make more money in less time leveraging social media and automation. And when it comes to growing your network marketing business, having the support of the person that you love most is for a lot of people, it can end up being a deal breaker. It can end up being that wedge that causes a lot of people to quit. And I know you're not a quitter. You want to make this work. And you also want, you know, you're probably wondering like, why doesn't my spouse see this the way that I do? So to give you a little bit of background, when we, when my husband and I first joined the network marketing industry, it was back in 2013. My husband had just been laid off from his job for the second time, um, in our marriage, like a major layoff. He ended up having to, you know, it was, it was like moving industries. Like it was, it was rough. And he was the one that brought me network marketing. Now, a little bit of background on me. I uh, grew up in a household where my dad was really good at sales. He was a very successful businessman. And I remember multiple times he brought home a different MLM. He brought home a different network marketing business and he got, he would get my mom really excited and they would go out and they would start building. And my dad did not have a problem recruiting people in multiple companies that he was in. He recruited a lot of people. He started making really good money. And then through no fault of his own, just it, things that happen, right? Like, uh, it ended up not working out for them in one of the, like, to give you an example, one of the companies that he was with, it, it was, it used to be private. It sold and went public. They changed this compensation plan. He went from making about five grand a month to making like $500 a month. Like it was those type of things that he just could never really gain the momentum, really gain you know, he just kind of got slapped around a little bit. You know, he didn't, he, he wasn't really good at like choosing the right opportunities either. Right. He had a lot to learn when it came to the industry. Well, after it happened, um, it happened, it happened, uh, two or three times when I was growing up and I just watched my dad put all of this energy into it. It ended up not working out. And I just started, I just made the decision. I no way I'm not doing one of those keep them away. Like we're not doing one of those things. So when my husband brought me network marketing, it was actually Brandy Shaver, one of the other beach bosses that brought us network marketing. When he came home and said like, you know, Brandy got a hold of me. He, she wants to show me something. I immediately knew like my, my antennas were up and I was just like, I know that this is one of those network marketing things. And I was just like, no, 
like, we're not doing it. I was not supportive. I was like, absolutely not. We are not doing this. Fast forward a few days. He went, he sat down with her. He got all the information and he came and he brought it home to me. And I remember being like so mad, so mad. I was so unsupportive, but I saw one thing and something that my husband did that really kind of like changed how I viewed the industry in that moment. And I can't promise that it will work for you, but it's something that's worth a try. This very first thing is to have an open discussion, right? So if you've been in the industry for a little bit, maybe your husband has said things, maybe he's just kind of been passive aggressive or your spouse or your partner, right? Um, I, the majority of the people that I talk to, it's usually women, right? And, and your, your husband is the one that's not very supportive. A lot of times what I've found in coaching, uh, you know, thousands of people over the last few years is that most of the time it's fear-based. It's fear that is causing your spouse to be unsupportive. And sometimes it comes out as that fear. Like when you think of fear, it's like fight, flight, or freeze. That's what happens. And that's what's happening to your spouse. A lot of times it will show up as anger. Sometimes it will show up as sadness. Sometimes it will show up as like disconnection. And we need to address the fear. We need to address the elephant that's in the room. Otherwise, you're going to you're gonna drive a wedge between you and that person that you care about the most. So tip number one, it worked for me. Having like a sit down heart to heart. My husband sat down with me. He he told me where he was at. So, you know, he had been laid off twice, two times. I mean, he had gone to school, spent a whole bunch of money to get into the dental field. He did like full mouth restorations. He was the one that like the dentist would send him his stuff and he would do it and then send it back to the dentist. So that's what he did. And he had like this big dream that he wanted to do. He ended up being laid off. And then, you know, he got started working for a very well-known package delivery company ended up massive layoff, like he was done. And he just, he was so low. He was at the point where I don't want to say like he was depressed, but it was like borderline depression, like multiple people not believing in him, not seeing that he was, you know, worth having as an employee. And it really rocked his ego. It really rocked who he was as a man. I didn't really see it until we sat down and we had that conversation. And I saw that spark in his eyes. He was excited. He was excited about the life that could be, right? What could be if he were to be successful and if we were to be able to grow this. So it was funny because sitting down and having that conversation, I went from being so anti-network marketing to not only agreeing that he could do it, but telling him that I would grow it with him because I wanted him so badly to be, like, to be able to quit the job that he was in at that moment that he absolutely hated. It was soul sucking to him to be able to come home, to be that stay at home dad. Like I caught the vision. So if you haven't had that conversation with your spouse yet or with your partner, that is step one. And I'm sure it's fear that's holding you back from doing it. And it really just starts with like, Hun, can we have, and this is how he started it. This is how he started the conversation. And I want you to use it if you haven't had that conversation with your spouse yet. And it is, listen, I want to talk to you about something that's 
really important to me. It's really kind of bugging me. Um, I just ask that as we have this conversation, will you be Switzerland? So Switzerland to my husband and I, when we say that, we that means like come into this conversation neutral, right? Switzerland is neutral. We are not going to like be Switzerland. That's what we say. And when we're Switzerland, it's like, okay, I'm not going to have judgment. I'm not going to come in with anger. I'm going to try to have an open mind. And that's what you need to have. That's how you both have to go into that conversation. Other, If you come in accusing or saying, you know, you haven't been supportive or like really dogging on them, it's just going to put up again, that fight, flight, freeze there. You're probably going to be met back with one of those three in order for us to have conversations of growth. There can't be any judgment. There can't, it has to be fully open communication and you need to be prepared for whatever that your spouse or your partner is going to say. The second tip that I have for you is make time for that person. So what I've found, and this is especially true for me, um, even when like I got started in launching Beach Boss, when you're launching a company, when you're launching a network marketing team, anytime you're launching something new, it's a lot of man hours that go into it, right? It can be very easy to get sucked into what you're building and into the vision of what you're creating. And as entrepreneurs, it can be really easy for us to put our business ahead of those people that we care about because we think short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. However, when we're sacrificing the people that care about us the most, they feel it the most. And again, it drives a wedge between you and him because, or you and her because they feel like you're putting your business ahead of them. So what I do and what my husband and I do anytime we're launching something new, anytime we're going into full-on building mode, we make time for each other in the calendar. And I'm going to be blatantly honest. I mean, I, there's no holding back here. There were times when we were growing our team, when we were launching new companies, launching new things, we actually scheduled sex in our calendar. That's what we had to do because I love him. I care about him. I want that connection. And when you're an entrepreneur and you're focused on something else, if you don't have it in the calendar, it probably isn't going to happen. Now this might not work for you, right? And I'll tell you what, I hated looking in the calendar and seeing like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm having to schedule this, right? But I care so much about my relationship with my husband that I was willing to do anything that it took to make sure that I kept that connection strong, that he knew that I loved him, that I wasn't putting anything above my relationship with him and with our children, et cetera. And so do that. Make sure that you have time in your calendar to do what it is that you guys do to connect, right? My husband and I are both physical touch and quality time. So for us, sex is a big thing for us, okay? And it's probably a big thing for you too. It's okay to say, you know what? I'm spacey. It's easy for me to, you know, get lost in my work. So I'm going to make sure that I schedule the time just for this short period of time, right? It doesn't mean you have to have, oh, Friday night at seven o'clock every night, every Friday night at seven for the rest of my life, I'm going to be having sex. No, that's not what it means. It just means that you're making sure that you're making your partner or your spouse that number one priority. Okay. <laughs> the next tip that I have is to actually treat your business like a business. If 
if this is something that you're serious about, it means that you're going to have to put hours into it, right? And if your spouse or your partner doesn't see you taking it seriously, they see you canceling meetings or not showing up or not doing training or not doing the things that a business owner would need to do to find success, they're not going to have any faith that this is going to work right? You can't expect your spouse to believe in you and your spouse to, you know, full on 100% support you when they're, all they're seeing is money go out the door, probably from like auto ships and from investing in trainings and stuff. And they're not seeing you actually putting in the work to make it happen. If you want your partner to think differently, start putting in the work. And that leads us to my fourth and final tip for this training, which is make money. Get results. Let your spouse see that this works. The quickest way to have your partner, your spouse think differently and come around is to start putting money in the bank account. All right. So hopefully you got value out of this training. If you want more help from Beach Boss influencers on how you can grow your business using social media and automation, making more money in less time. That's the biggest thing. We're all about building for profit, not just for rank, not just for status. We want you making money so that you're able to live the life that you dream of living and do the things that you want to do with the people that you want to do them with, right? That's what we probably all get started in this industry for. So if you want our help, if you want a step-by-step guide, a step-by-step roadmap, uh, you know, hand-holding, someone showing you how to grow this thing using professional strategies that you can be proud of in growing your business, then let us know below. There's going to be a link somewhere attached to this video, depending on where you're watching it. Grab that link, go and get the training that you need to make this business successful so that you can get that support from the person that you care about most. And this training is a wrap. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to our show. We hope you got value from this episode. And if you did, please leave us a review wherever you are listening to it and share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. If you want to learn how to attract and generate high quality customers and teammates into your business, head over to beachbossinfluencers.com forward slash secrets and get our brand new social profit secrets for free. See you next week for a new episode.